This is episode 10 of The Whipple Effect. My name is David Whipple, your host in humility, coming at you with the cure for the common commie. That's what this is. It's like the ripple effect, hoping to make a difference in this world. So it is the end of May, and Tracy and I are back at Hot Spring Glam Camp, a hot spring soaking RV resort in New Mexico. We got a friend who owns this property, so we're just visiting and doing some work. I'm going to be taking a lot of photos to be releasing content on her social media platforms. That's one of the things I do for income as a digital nomad. So we're having a lot of fun here. I'll put the link in the description if you want to check it out. I highly recommend it. There's private soaking tubs and the water is amazing. So I've got a few things I want to talk with you about today. Let me read over my notes here. I'm keeping it simple. I just got some notes I'm going to riff on and I'm using my iPhone 12 Pro Max as a microphone to record into the voice memo app. It's pretty simple and not a lot of barriers of resistance and friction to creating content and uh, that's the way I like it right now. So that's uh, how I'm doing this and what's going on. Let's see here. I want to kick things off by talking about hope. We hear that word a lot. People just uh, say they are hopeful or hopeless. And I just want to promote hope free because it's like the highs and lows. People have this passive feeling like they want to hope for something to happen in the future and that's not action oriented and then even worse still when they feel hopeless then they're all desperate and depressed and you know again like it's their power is external when it's always internal it's up to us and our hearts and minds and guts if we want to do something or not so some people out there peddling hope like a drug and I'm not a hopium dealer so I'm just gonna advocate that we live hope free. I am an optimist though, and so in the spirit of optimism in a crazy COVID world, I want to talk about the big picture because I'm not a detailed data-oriented kind of person. I'm always detaching, panning out, and looking at the big picture. So it is a really good way to live for me and my experience and I just want to offer that to you and I think it's some a lot of fun too to look at the big picture so it's easy for us and especially myself over the last year to get caught up in the microscopic news cycle every 12 hours refresh what's the latest and most exciting thing that's going on in the news and even though I do do that I'm going to break out of that for this episode. I'm going to try and resist the urge to trash communism and the Democratic Party and all the woke sheep out there. So one of the things I want to do with this podcast, The Whipple Effect, is to, yes, talk about some current events and attempt to be some sort of conservative comedian. But uh, more importantly, I want to offer you some value in the form of evergreen content that means content that is not based in what's happening right now but lifelong looking at the past and the present and the future 
And so that's what I'm going to do in this episode. Going to talk about love being the answer. You've heard that. Love is always the answer. Well, I think there's a lot of truth to that. And I, I, I don't think there's really any denying that when we can find the space and peace to tune into our hearts, we find that love really is the answer, especially when there's so much chaos and hate that we may encounter in our lives in this world. So, big picture, let's remember to feel love for ourselves and others. I think that's a really good thing. And then there's truth and comedy, really important things in the big picture. What is true and the process of truing, like a bike tire. If you've ever trued a bike tire, it's a process. It's never exact. So truing is probably a more appro- a close approximate word than truth as a static thing. Truing is always a fluid process. And uh, there's a lot of comedy in, in life too. And so these are some of the big picture things that I always come back to in my life and I'm just offering as a reminder. Love, truth, comedy. And in this way, I find that the doors of perception can open wide. The doors of our perception, how we perceive the world inside of us and outside of us. It's a beautiful thing. And the people who are attempting to control us and the world in their positions of power, they know this too, about the doors of perception. And they want to keep our doors of perception closed, tightly shut. And a lot of people are allowing that to happen to them. So this, I want to explain how control works control how they the death cult the people at the top of the pyramid or in the center of the web all of these world organizations when they are compartmentalized to like who's really in control when we say they you know they know this and here's how it works according to my perception It starts with information. You might have heard this in different quotes, like whoever controls the information controls the population or whatever it is. So there's information, basic information. That's where it starts. And from information, when it comes to how we perceive the world through our senses, our our ears, our eyes, and everything else, what we see in here, information that determines perception so our perception is based on the information that we're exposed to or allowing ourselves to be exposed to and then perception leads to our behavior this is how we behave based on our perceptions of information and from behavior comes society at large because all of our collective behavior makes up societies so information perception behavior society this is how control works that's microscopic and macro as well in families and in teams and societies 
Information leads to perception, which leads to behavior and creates society. Now, it seems pretty clear to me that most... um, Yeah, just in general, since I would say most people are operating on a five-sense level in the matrix, they're only perceiving through five senses. And you've heard of the sixth sense, which would be intuition through the pineal gland, the third eye. Well, in my experience... I like to go beyond the five senses into feeling the intuition and making sure that my pineal gland or third eye is clear as it can be, not calcified. If you've ever heard of that, the pineal gland can get calcified through various means that I'm not going to go into right now because it's pretty complex, but that's through various nutritional habits or fluoride in the water and and other things as well. So a lot of people's pineal glands are not very clear and open. They're very closed and calcified and not operating at their highest capacity. And so that limits their ability to perceive or have their doors of perception open even more to just that universal knowing when someone's lying and trying to control or that tap into that force of love that is always everywhere. So I like to get my information, not just from alternative media news outlets, never CNN. They are proven to be corrupt. They've been exposed. Project Veritas, look it up. So, yes, I do watch alternative news sources, but I like to be immersed in nature and wilderness as much as possible and just listen and notice and allow my senses to be open to receiving information from water, from air, from the ethers. Because what we can see with our five senses and feel and touch is a very limited, a narrow band of the full spectrum of information energy in the source field in this grand totality that we're immersed in, in this majestic and mysterious universe. Now... That can do wonders for people, and that's been my experience as I age and learn on my life path. And so I want to offer that to you. Remember the sixth sense. And it's easy for people to forget when they're living in big cities, driving around, always on a time crunch, being exposed to propaganda and speed and traffic and anxiety and tension and stress and noise billboards, toxic information, peer pressure to get injected with an untested drug that's being peddled by psychopaths and idiots. Detach. And then there's this thing of wonder and curiosity about consciousness. This is a part of the sixth sense. The stillness inside. We tune our instruments. We can be sensitive to those vibrations through wonder and curiosity about consciousness. This is a great source of information. And it comes through the third eye, this pineal gland, as well as the heart. 
Like I mentioned, love is one of the greatest things. In the big picture, it's the heart opening. And you might have heard about our colons, our guts. When you have a gut feeling, so some people are constipated and they have all kinds of digestive issues. But the gut has all this flora in it that is really biologically sensitive to information. And there's a feedback loop between the gut and our brain, the brains in our heads. The gut is called by uh, some people the second brain. And so I'm offering that to you as a reminder. Keep that gut clear. Clean out the gut, and uh, it'll it'll think clear and be tuned to the sixth sense and the heart opening. So there's a a connection there, if you know what I mean, between the gut, the heart, and the brain. And then to really weave all that together in a really nice way, I want to remind you about breathing. This is something that I like to do all the time just throughout the days is just notice my breath and when it's shallow and just pause and take a deep breath just one breath or make a practice it's really great in the morning it's a great way to wake up is to just take you know 5 10 20 30 deep breaths just stand there loosen up the body notice the posture notice the breath and just breathe in that oxygen into the cells and that prana that's that's energy. That's the spirit of life. And uh, I like that phrase from Hawaii. Hawaii. They say aloha, which means to love is to share the breath of life. Aloha. So there is this intuitive knowing through intuition, and that is a big picture in a crazy world that can be so confusing and stressful sometimes. Breathe and just detach and think about what's essential. What is really essential? And just life becomes simpler and more enjoyable. And that's my experience. So that's how control works is to limit our ability to practice all of these things that I mentioned. And that will keep us stuck in the toxic matrix where they want us to be obedient and compliant. They don't want us wild. It's a war on wildness. They want us domesticated and docile to not question and say no. Like when the former vice houseplant Joe, geriatric sleepy Joe Biden goes on the news recently as he did and says it's either masked or vaxxed. What a fucking idiot. No, it's like, no, neither. Neither. Freedom. So, I kind of went over how control works through information, perception, behavior, and society. So, why? Why is always a good question. Why would they want to control us. Well, in the big picture sense, not in the details, but here's how I see it. It's just evil in nature. In the architecture of the universe, there seems to be embedded with it naturally, this good and evil. It's it's the great stories of all time. You know, like Star Wars is a great example. The Force, 
Jedi's can use the Force, don't give in to the dark side. So it's always this battle of evil and and good and love. So evil. Um, it seems to me like humans are really susceptible. I don't see other animals being possessed by evil. They're just doing their thing. But humans can really be possessed by this force of evil. And uh, and then it makes people do crazy things like we see. So this death cult that is really controlling everything, really at the top of the pyramid or the center of the web, you know, it's probably under 100 people. It's, it's not many. They are possessed by evil. And this is a, and this leads to cancerous tendencies, you know, like cancer kills its host, you know, for the sake of nothing. Well, it's it's a, it's a pattern, and so the tendency is cancerous when it comes to people who are possessed with evil. It's also parasitic behavior, and as within is without, a lot of people. Um, can, for various reasons, get parasites in their guts, as I mentioned, gut cleansing. And so it could be that a lot of these people have parasites in their guts, and this cancerous tendency shows up as parasitic behavior. So they are feeding on other people when they infect or attempt to affect, infect us with fear, they parasitically feed on that fear and it gives them a sense of power so it's a force for darkness and it often shows up in a myriad of ways as resistance with a capital r that dark side shows up as resistance in all of us whenever there's this urge this impetus to do good, to be good, to create, to share love through our own actions to other people in the world around us. Resistance always shows up as a force that oppresses, pushes downward. <clears throat> and a lot of us experience that when we try and create something. We'll always make excuses, oh, we'll do it tomorrow, or whatever. So resistance can lead to procrastination and to resentment and hate. So instead of hating, we can be creating. So this is basically why it's just evil and it's the force of darkness and there's really not a lot of point to it and so <laughs> i found this time and time again in my life is when i try and figure out why crazy psychopathic stupid people do what they do it doesn't really it's not really productive to really figure out the subtle nuances of it. it's just basically in the big picture it's just nasty shit so we need to identify it and avoid it and try and heal it or put a stop to it so that leads me to what can we do to break the woke spell of this evil inversion? Because everything right now seems inverted. If you notice that, the, the people on the left, the woke sheep, the Democrats and the death cult, they're spitting lies as truth. And that's just one example of the inversions that I see. It's a weird like polar flip that's happened recently. So what can we do to break this woke spell? 
self-respect it starts with ourselves we have to love ourselves and have enough self-respect to say no to the authoritarian dictates that they're trying to force upon us I respect myself and I love myself and I say no to the quack scene my body my choice no you want me to wear a mask no because it doesn't make sense and I just don't want to I want to breathe and I believe in the immune system so self-respect and love and then detach it so many people want to just lean in and get attached to the arguments and the informations and all that whatever it is but just detach take a literal step back and take a breath and allow that innocent perception to do its thing it's a natural natural tendency for us just to innocently perceive to observe and notice these are some of the most simplest and profound things that we can do in my opinion to break the woke spell of this evil inversion and then when we have that peace of mind and that clarity we can ask questions the mainstream narratives that they're trying to push on us repeatedly as propaganda does we can question well what about this huh you know so just ask questions and look within look within ourselves we have everything we need within ourselves and we have all the power that we need in ourselves so with a clean body and a clean mind our temples our body temples can act as instruments of the divine and i i'm a musician first and foremost and so what, what i mean by instrument is literally like i remember taking my bass and tuning it so the strings would be in harmony instead of dissonance and so then it plays better so we can tune our bodies to uh, harmonize better with the divine frequencies of this majestic phenomenon that we seem to be living in so tune up tune in that's what i say well anyway that's basically all i wanted to share with you and this podcast the cure for the common commie so (laughs) that's a funny phrase um that's the cure in my opinion right there not a vaccine or nothing but just keeping a healthy body and mind opening up the doors of perception and allowing our immune systems to do what they naturally do and we're gonna die anyway from something anyway so why fear some imaginary virus that is being propagandized and weaponized to control us. Well, the wildness is alive and well in me, and I hope it is in you too. So, if you like this show, subscribe. I'm on Apple, Spotify. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to what I have to say. So, you can find all the links in the description. You can go to my website. I'm selling merch. I made some new apparel. Freedom freedom fighters and free thinkers, I've got some clothes for you to wear to start conversations out there in the wild with people, to open up the hearts and minds of others around you while you're shopping in the supermarkets. Check it out, davidwhipple.com. Anyway, hey, I hope you have a great day, and uh, don't stay safe. Stay free.